everybody, and welcome back to the Blubbanese podcast. I'm your host, Noah, a.k.a. Blub. And I'm your co-host, Josh, a.k.a. Ace, and this is episode 12. Yeah. It's been a while, guys. <laughs> it's been a while. I'm not gonna lie. It's been, it's been a little bit. It's been it's been a, a nice little while. We took a nice little break there. Yeah. It's alright, though. It's alright. Just been life, you know? Shit happens. Shit happens. Exactly. Shit does happen. I got an interesting bike story for you guys today. Let's, let's kick it um, off with that. Let's do it. Alright, for sure. I mean, okay, so yeah, we're rolling with it. Um. So, for those of you who don't know, I, I got a bike from uh, my uncle. He was a. He used to work for Monster Energy, you know, like the the, the drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I got this uh, cool like mountain bike, and it has like eight different gears or something on it. That thing can fucking fly. Yeah, that, that shit's fast. Fuck yeah. Um, and I haven't rode a bike since I was like, I don't know, beforehand. Before I rode this, like currently, uh, I haven't rode a bike since I was like probably six or seven. Because mm-hmm. I used to ride with my dad, and then one time I fell off the bike. And my curb hit, or my ankle hit the curb, and then yeah. the bike fell on top of my ankle, so I actually pinched my nerve. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of just discouraged me from ever riding again. But when I got this bike, it's like, you know, I, I couldn't not ride it. I had to. Yeah. So, you know, we, we all good. I get back on it. Everything comes back to me. I'm, I'm chill. I'm chilling. Um, but I had never rode a bike with gears before, so I was still kind of learning to shift it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm riding around my neighborhood one day. My mom like literally went out for groceries and she's like, oh, just wait till I get back. We can just go riding bikes together. I was like, well, shit, I want to ride my bike right now. You know, <laughs> I want to learn. So I was like, fuck it. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to ride this bitch right now. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll take like two laps, four laps maybe around the neighborhood because, you know, I can do that decently fast. Come back. And then when she comes back, I'll help her unload the groceries and we can go again. You know, best yeah. of both worlds. Um. So I'm like, all right, cool. But, you know, I can't make it obvious that I went. So, you know, I, I changed and and uh, went out there, popped in my headphones and started riding. So I'm I'm chill. We're going around the corners. It's all flat ground, no elevation, no bumps. Yeah. And we're cool. And I'm flying down one of the straights. And then I come around another corner. I'm like maybe two or three laps in at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn around and go home now. So I'm I'm going. And my dumbass shifted... Um, both the gear for elevation and the gear for speed at the same time. So my handlebar locked up. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I couldn't fucking turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was trying to lean the other way, but instead I was met face first with a parked car. And uh, that's how I stopped. So I hit the car. It actually wasn't face first. It wasn't like a head on collision. I did lean enough to kind of turn me. Yeah. So it was more of the side of me that hit the car. Mm-hmm. Um, also me being a dumbass, I was wearing shorts and not pants. Yeah. So my leg, my uh, right leg, cause that's what I landed on, got scraped up pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell, I kind of shielded my face with my hands. So, you know, I didn't break my face or anything. Yeah. And yeah, like I just, I got up, I looked at the, the I was worried about the guy's car more than about me. I mm-hmm. looked at his car and there's just like a, a plain, like scratch on his car like nothing too big actually it's just a little like you know traded paint a little bit but it's nothing some primer can't fix yeah it's not bad you know and i know i'm not the one who's paying for it but i've dealt with cars like you know like scratches like that before it's not yeah it's not a big thing um but then i was like well shit i gotta get out of here before you know because i didn't know if he saw me hit the car or what so i flipped up my hood and just kind of ran with my bike yeah um back into the garage and then i'm like well shit my mom wasn't supposed to know i went riding and so then i checked my face no injuries on my face nothing like i got a little scratch on my forehead but i could play that off as anything you know Mm -hmm. um my uh leg on the other hand i had like four scratches on my upper thigh the right side of my whole calf was pretty you know scraped up yeah uh just below the knee was pretty scraped up i was like god damn it um so I, <laughs> I ran inside because I knew at this point I only had about like 10 minutes before she got home. Yeah. So I ran inside, put my, well, I had to check to make sure the bike wasn't messed up too. Nothing wrong with the bike. Um, I was like, okay, cool. Um, so I might be able to play this off. Uh, I ran inside, kind of cleaned off the wound, mm-hmm. uh, washed it, hydrogen peroxide, all that. 
And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just wear some long shorts or maybe even some pants. And that's that. She'll never have to know. And you know what? It's been working great. There you go. She never knew. And <laughs> we did continue to go riding right after. <laughs> Damn. Nice. Yeah. I, I felt like bad for hitting the guy's car. But I was like, when I saw the extent of the damage, I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's not. Dude. Was it even was it if, even like noticeable? Like if they if they just glanced over and they're like, oh, eh. if you glance <laughs> over, yeah, no. But like if you take an actual, if you take the time to look at it, yeah, you can definitely see it. Uh, um, but it was like I was like, nah, you know. And if anything, like even if he does, that's honestly that scratch isn't big enough to be more than like a hundred and twenty. I said yeah. honestly, if that's the case, I will help him pay for it. You know, because I I do have money. So if that was the case, I'd just be like, here you go, man. I'm the one who hit your car. Take this, pay for it, get it repainted, all that shit, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, no, I've I've seen scratches way worse than that. It's not going to be more than, like, No, 20. yeah. So he going to be all right. I'm all right. Everything's all right. That's good. <laughs> um, I did break my glasses in the, pro- in the progress. Lovely. <laughs> so I just... I, tossed on my old pair and was like okay and i you know what it's actually kind of a blessing in disguise because i feel like this old pair's prescription is actually a lot better so yeah that's good some good shit came out of that yeah the mountain bikes are are a different thing they're obviously like the next step from like just going from like a normal bike with like just brakes like for like the um yeah i think when i when i had my first mountain bike I probably used it for about a year or so, and then it lived in my garage, and then I took it out again because I would use it to kind of go to friends' houses because they would live in town, so I'd be able to just bike to their place within, like, five, ten minutes. And right. I've had times, though, like, where, like, um, I'd go off, like, a five-foot ledge with it or a ten-foot ledge <laughs> or just... If I'd like, uh, I'd send it sometimes like out in the dirt road, be like, ah, you know, it's off road, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Bike, we'll say the bike uh, officially won the war between me and it. Or like, I, I think my injury with it was like, I had like no rear brakes anymore for some reason. I kept clicking on my like front brakes. I was like, what the fuck, dude? My rear brakes aren't working. <laughs> and I'm going down this like spiral dirt uh, trail or whatever. And it's very bumpy because of rocks and dirt. And right. you gain so much momentum just from the start of it or whatever. Cause it's like this Ella very downwards elevated hill. Um, and it's at a spiral though. So if you're not turning or whatever, like, you're going straight into a tree and I just sent it. My gear would not lock up and it just kind of just got stuck. So I just sent it and I went face first into a tree and I just kind of laid on the ground for a second as my bike just rolled down the hill. And I was just kind of like laying there for a second. I was like, Oh fuck. (laughs) I essentially had to walk. No, I just had to walk it all back. And I looked so sad from one of my friends. He saw me like walking home. He's like, Hey man, you all right? I was like, yeah, I just I hit a tree. <laughs> hit a tree, lost my bike. <laughs> lost my bike essentially. No, I got it back. I just walked it back, but like I had to fix a whole new tire, I had to get pads replaced and shit, and I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, if your brakes weren't weren't working, I could only imagine like I don't know if you just like wore out the brake pads or yeah, something. Yeah, I probably but... did. And I think I think that's what I did is I just must have worn them out because I've had that bike for a while anyway. Yeah, but it damn, is fun though. Yeah, at least you, at least you walked away like good from it. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've had my scratches and shit. I mean, I've obviously like done, had the injuries where you like scrape up your arm real bad or your leg or something. Like right. my mine was always like I never had this happen to me. And this is another like, it's not an embarrassing story, but I had like a piece of my leg from like the bottom of my like uh foot all the way up to like the side and it was the weirdest part of where it got cut one of my uh this these jeans that i wear were very loose and they got cut in the gear like the gear shift or whatever um and when i was pedaling all your computer and i was like oh fuck what the fuck's that and i looked down my whole leg pant like almost ripped up to like my thigh and i was like oh my god (laughs) and i had to go to school so i was halfway to school and halfway home i was like dude i gotta go home and change man and it just kept getting worse and worse 
And I like got home. I was like, Mom, my pants ripped. She's like, What? And she's like, You have 10 minutes to get to school. I was like, I know, I can get there in like five. Hold on. She's like, I need new jeans, Mom. <laughs> I just right. ran downstairs, threw these in the trash, picked on new jeans, fucking hauled it, and managed to get there before the bus even showed up. But I was like, My friends, story. my friends were like losing their shit. They're like, Dude, if you don't make it, I'm telling our instructor that you fucking ripped like your pants all the way up from like on your bike man i was like bruh yeah yeah dude that was like the most clutch save right there too luckily though like for me i didn't it wasn't even like it was like super embarrassing because like i'm not like riding on like the main road so people aren't seeing me right so where right. i live it's mostly in the woods so there's trails there's a quicker way you could say to get to my house so i just took the trails luckily nobody was on the trails so right. made it home safely grabbed new jeans biked back and you know came in came in clutch because the bus wasn't there so fuck yeah so fuck Shit, you i mean friend, even if someone was one. on the trail you could have yeah you could have gave him a free show man yikes yeah <laughs> that was yeah i mean <laughs> i could just imagine like i feel like it was one of those times too like where you just like when you got home you just like threw down your bike you're like yeah I fucking threw it down. I was like, I gotta... she's like, why are you home? I was like, I my pants. Hold on. I'm like, what? Can happened? we go to school looking like this? No, I couldn't have went to my tech school. That was a day where I had to go to my my trade school, where like you have right. to wear jeans. You can't wear like shorts yeah. or anything. So if I showed up looking like that, I'd be probably like, I don't know, kicked out for the day. Be like, dude, you gotta get something fixed, man. Fashion police would arrest the you, fashion bro, police, bro. Would have got my ass, dude. Fucking hall well, monitors. You know what, <laughs> you know what I noticed though, because I I told my dad about like my whole story, and I kind of noticed like, because then he told me that my little brother had fallen and he scraped up his leg really bad, uh -huh. but he just like he just stopped riding and started crying and stuff like that. I was like, that's you know, like to me that's funny because that's like the difference of of generations right there, because. Maybe it was the same for you, maybe not, but, like, when I rode my bike or skateboard or anything for the first time and I fell and scraped up my arm, you go back inside, your dad, your mom, whoever, maybe even you, would clean it, and then you put a bandage on it, and you just go right back out right after and start riding again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was, I was like, I was like, like that. Yeah, but, like, I don't know, like... I was just like, wow, you know, I feel like our generation was a little more, I don't want to say tough, but like, yeah, we, <laughs> I, I feel like we had a little more fun even when we were hurt, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, I need to go to the hospital. I scraped my arm. <laughs> Dad was just like, get the fuck back up. We riding. <laughs> Who the yeah. fuck told you to stop, you know? <laughs> we've had, we've had times where like you, I feel like, and it may not, it could be our generation, but I mean, like I had friends growing up where like we go biking a lot. And we'd see, like, shit where, like, you could almost send your bike off, like, 10 feet in the air. And we had, like, this right. very large, like, uh, where our town kind of gets a lot of the dirt and it kind of puts it there, essentially. And there's this giant yeah. dirt, like, pile that essentially my buddy's like, dude, if you get enough speed, you have to be able to send it on that. And it's like, we're like, it's dirt, though. I mean, you're going to get up, like, 10 feet and you're probably going to just sink. It's like, no, nah, man, yeah. I 100% see it, dude. And surprisingly, right. it was very sturdy, though, to where he managed to get his BMX up top of this thing, and it was about 30 feet up in the air. And then yeah. we're all down at the bottom, and we just see our friend, like, we're like, oh, shit, dude, he's going to make it, dude. Where's Mark? He's going to make it, man. And he gets up top, and he, like, he sends it back down, and he gets up top, and he kind of rides down. And it's very, like, you, you can see his handlebars, like, almost like they're, like, turning themselves. He's like, yeah. dude, never again. But he was like, damn, that was cool. <laughs> we're like, yeah, I feel yeah, like we're our generation, like, I feel like our generation, though, like, we had fun doing stupid shit like that too. You know, I feel like that's something like all of us kind of went through as a, as you know, as a young adolescent. Yeah. Um, because I feel like we were, we definitely went outside a lot more too. You know, we mm -hmm. didn't have phones to keep us, I guess, uh, entertained. <laughs> yeah um i mean i but, i imagine that's kind of how what it was that's probably how it was though as well like for past generations so parents oh, yeah, and definitely. all that stuff besides like these newer generations of kids who are growing up with like fucking ps5s and all this shit that like that literally is keeping them from going outside yeah 
Because, yeah, when I was growing up, like, we had a, a PlayStation 2 and I think a Nintendo at the time. Mm-hmm. But I would, I still would rather go outside. Even to this day, I'd still rather go outside and, you know, like, play or do something rather than just sit inside and play all day, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For sure. I just, I do it because I don't have anything else to do now. Like, I don't have any of my friends anywhere near me. So, yeah, <laughs> the I only mean, reason it's... I go outside is, like, if I'm going to run or yeah. bike or something. Mm-hmm. It's something you did growing up. So, I mean... I think it's just also like you you inherited it or whatever. So your body just kind of like when that when the summertime hits, you're kind of like on that go go vibe or whatever. You're like, dude, I gotta get outside. Either walk, go hang out with somebody, run something, go yeah. bike, go to the park. <laughs> yeah, I Honestly. remember growing up like because we we don't get snow out here in Vegas, but we had a there was a park and it had a large freaking hill. So me and my cousins would go out there. We'd like because their parents would leave and we were stuck on like babysitting duty or whatever. But the the kid was already like I think six years old. Yeah. And I remember we were like, you know what? Let's just walk to the fucking park. Let's take some cardboard and we're gonna sled down that hill. They're like, with what? I'm like, the cardboard. Because it, it's still like grass and, you know, the sprinkler yeah. gets it all nice and wet. So you yeah. can still get a few rides down the hill before your cardboard is all messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was fun. We always used to fight for fun, too, or like wrestle. Like, yeah. it felt like we were on a whole WWE match. Dude, me and my cousin used to do that all the time because we'd watch it growing up. We'd be like, right. fucking RKO each other off the bed <laughs> or like, you know, yeah, that shit. Or, yeah. like, or like jump on someone who's on the floor from like the couch or something. <laughs> yeah. Get some air time <laughs> and like, they know they're fucked, dude, because you're just, yeah. you're sending it. <laughs> dude, that happened to me a few times. Oh. I just, and you know, it's funny because I think about it now. I'm like, how did I not like. Yeah, how do get you... seriously fucked I up know. or something like when you're when you're a kid, you like are literally indestructible. It's it seems. Yeah, you're like <laughs> you get like a broken bone, and you're like, I I walk it off, <laughs> take a nap, it regenerates <laughs> it'll be, it'll back or some shit. You're like, that's just yeah. that's just how it is, magic. <laughs> it's like fall gets scraped. Like the whole side of your face is scraped. I was the victor. The street was the victim. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> they took the L on this one. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, man. I I just know I did a lot of stupid. I mean, of course, we're still growing up. But when I was younger, I know I did a lot of stupid crap that I probably should have been really injured for. Yeah, I should have too. But uh, I only. Yeah, but at least we got to experience it. You know, it's a it's a fun thing to experience. Like, there's nothing that'll ever top like. I love the memories of, like, getting off from middle school and, like, it's raining outside and you got to walk home. And then when you get home, you fire up the old Xbox, play some Minecraft with the boys. Oh, my it's God. It's raining yeah, outside. Dude. Like, I, those were perfect those days. Those were but the days. Even, even better than that, I remember getting my little, like, again, it would be, like, a day maybe from even elementary school, but mainly middle school, I remember. If it was like pouring outside, me and my friends, we would do what's called popsicle or popsicle stick races, like down the side of the curb because you know how the water kind of flows yeah it was just stupid crap it'd be like oh well my popsicle stick is gonna reach or reach the the gutter before yours does or like say someone used a bottle cap or something you know just stupid yeah, crap yeah, yeah. but then we get home you'd eat some like chicken soup or something like that and then you go back outside and just ride bikes and play out in the in the pouring rain oh my god and, like, I used it's to something that too. you knew yeah. you were gonna get sick but yeah. you didn't really care yeah you were just <laughs> having fun yeah, those were. I wish, I, I wish, like honestly, like I know my friends would be down to do it now. It's just a matter of like all of us having to have the free time and like yeah. get together and actually do that. And plus, it has to rain. Uh-huh. <laughs> really, so true. But yeah, those. It's, those were uh, good times. <laughs> it's for sure different here, obviously, because like when when winter time hit during like the, I mean, even during winter though, for us here, like when you were a little. We would still go out to, like, hang out with our friends because, like, then we could do, like, stupid shit with, like, all the snow. So, like, if we want to go, like, sledding or, like, tubing, uh, it would, for here, up here, it's usually, like, five bucks and you can get, like, a bunch of your friends to go off and just go tubing for free or sledding. And that would, that nice. shit was pretty fun. Um, and, like, yeah, that's that's probably, like, a good thing about being up in the north obviously like sitting inside mostly for most of your winter but there's some there's some benefits to it 
Yeah, because I mean, like out here, we got a mountain that you can go up to when it, you know, when it snows, and it does get quite a lot of snow during the winter. I yeah. remember I took me and my one of my friends. We went up there. We took an inflatable raft and we just took that down there. <laughs> yeah. It was like everyone's like chilling on their sleds. We're gonna like come through and hit all of them out of the way with our inflatable raft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that stuff's fun. Like, get out the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a ride and it's cool. It's cool, yeah. You you younger kids, you don't know how to party. You don't know how to have fun. <laughs> Come to me when you break your face. Then then we talk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if... like my little brother, we went to go get some firewood. Uh-huh. And it was like super windy, like 70 mile per hour winds. But it was just some, some wind and some rain. And yeah. we walk outside. He's all scared. I'm like, bro, what are you scared of? He's like, it's it's windy and it's raining. And I'm like, okay, and it's just water and wind. Like, it ain't gonna hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> he ran back inside. I'm like, this dude. I would have been playing outside right now. I would have been riding my to, bike. We used to play basketball in the rain. Like, we'd be like, ah, oh, sprinkling. Oh, it ain't that bad. And then it's like fucking pouring down on us. And like, we we have his garage, so we can just sit underneath it. But like, we're like. Fuck it, dude. We're playing this out. You eat shit. It's on your own fault. So he'd just yeah. be like, let's fucking, let's play up, dude. Check out, boys. That shit was always fun. I remember in uh, middle school, we did a, uh, we were playing football one day, you know, like flag football out yeah. in, the, in the field. And the PE teacher was hella cool. Like, he didn't like to be like, oh, yeah, we play flag football because, you know, the district doesn't want you guys to tackle each other or fight yeah. or anything. He was like, y'all promise you ain't going to fight? And everyone would be like, yeah. He's like, okay, fuck, play tackle football if you want. I don't care. Just if an administrator comes out here, you better put on that flag, you know? Yeah. Um, I just remember it started downpouring and we started playing in the mud, playing some oh football. God, like That yeah, was fun. Dude. And then we get back into the locker room, and then <laughs> everyone. When you get to your next class, it's like, why, why y'all dirty? Why y'all like, like muddy dude, we and were crap? fucking playing, playing football? football. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were having some fun outside in the rain while you all dumbasses up in here in class. <laughs> we had that for when I played. So like when I did baseball for one year in eighth grade, we had like two games. I want to say in the rain. And where my yeah. position was outfield most of the time, I'd literally be just standing out there soaking, just waiting for like a pop fly or some shit to come by so I can catch that and actually like, you know, get some points on the board. But we're going to take some action today, <laughs> boys. Yeah, outfield, I'll be honest, is the probably the most boring position in baseball. Yeah, I feel you. Practice was fun, like, doing all the practices and then, like, actually going up and, like, when we'd play against our own team, like, we'd have, like, people actually set up. And I'd see, like, people at, like, first base, like, first baseman or, like, these shortstop, and they're all the way in, like, my positions, and we'd see all the outfielders coming in, like, bat. Like, dude, why the fuck are we on up here, bro? Because we'd we'd actually send them out towards the outfields. And I just, I never got why... I got picked with outfield, man. That shit sucked ass. Maybe just, I mean, like, I don't know. I also didn't mind it, though, because as long as I'm away from the ball, it means I'm, like, a less percent chance of getting dinked during the head and getting, like, a concussion. So, (laughs) I guess shout out to the guys, you know, like, at first base and just getting sent or the pitcher, but, yeah. I remember, remember, you know, one of the funniest things about being in, in the marching band, like, playing at the football games. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> you can see like a a, a player get full on tackled, mm-hmm. like absolutely trucked. Yeah, and like they won't bring out the paramedics, but they'll let them like sit there for a minute, and mm-hmm. then you just hear your band director like, "Fight song, play fight song." <laughs> so like while this kid is just laying there, <laughs> like unconscious, you just hear the band playing in the background. Like, I don't know, That's it's the, the funniest thing in the world. That is pretty funny. Like, obviously, if, when they bring up, like, the ambulance or everyone gets on their knee, like, yeah, we, we don't play. But, like, if they just let them sit there for a little bit before you got back up, it was like, <laughs> play, play now. <laughs> yeah, that seems... Like, oh, man. That seems pretty cool. I mean, I always liked the the band stuff here in our school when we had it, like, our... The guy or whatever who, te- who taught band, he had, like, his own, like, music room, and it was actually very dedicated to, like heavy audio equipment and really cool like um of these like uh 
uh, speakers that he had and obviously all of his instruments that he used and he'd go in there and like kind of like be able to do a lot of his uh, mixes and st stuff and it was pretty cool like seeing that shit honestly yeah. you tell that to a band kid though they're just like oh yeah we see that every day yeah that's, that's <laughs> I know literally like <laughs> you, you walk in there and you're like whoa Oh, just like, what? I mean, everybody also flipped out just because there was like he had like an old Pac Pac-Man like arcade in there too, so that was probably like the only big oh, hype. Word? Yeah, word. <laughs> People were like, dude, fuck music class, let's just play some Pac-Man. Yeah, it's like, oh, you didn't bring your instrument today? Oh, you're gonna have to go play Pac-Man then. I'd be like, dude, fuck it, bro. I play Pac-Man. Fuck yeah. it. Don't bring my instrument on purpose, though, for sure. <laughs> like, oh, I forgot it three times in a row, yeah, my bad. It's like, it's like you have it in your hand. It's like, isn't that it right there? No, no, I forgot it. This is my friend's. I'm borrowing it. I just, I just brought yeah. it in for him, you know? Yeah. He like, we, we, we had a slumber party over the weekend, and he kind of forgot it, so. He's like, all right, see you later, teacher. I'm playing Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go play some Pac-Man now. Yeah. Yeah, band kids, dude. I I can definitely speak from experience. Band kids are wild. I know. I've seen a. Uh, I see it. You know, they they have their own locker rooms, and you will definitely find band kids in there sometimes, just making out in the locker room. And you're Lovely. just like, bro, I'm trying to like, I'm just, just trying to put my instrument away. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to go home. <laughs> Fucking throw like one of the uh the sticks for per, for drums, Adam. <laughs> yeah, well, my actually my friend, oh well, you know him, Feline Mouse. <laughs> he uh he he played a sousaphone and a tuba, so he had like the big lockers. Oh yeah. And he just he went in there one day like as a joke, and someone locked him in there. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just take a nap in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, he was chilling, sleeping in the locker while we were re rehearsing. Wow. We come back out and we we opened his locker and he's like, hey yo, what's up, guys? Damn. Like just, he just woke up from a nap. I'm like, alright, that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, those they definitely the like the tuba lockers, you can definitely fit like one or two people in there and you could just chill. Damn. Had we had our we own. We never had too. lockers here. It was just you just kinda of put it up on like um a stand or something. Yeah, like I mean, we had stands, but like if you were if you were gonna come back for rehearsal and you just didn't feel like dragging your instrument everywhere, like yeah, yeah. the music the music director had designated rooms for just lockers for mm -hmm. musicians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you just, you would in the band hallway, like it connects to like the theater. Yeah. So in that hallway, um, you would definitely find kids doing no no things in the Lovely. hallway as well. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> just like whoa. I don't think the worst part that is they're here. all band kids because you uh, know them. Yeah. So that's even. Uh, just it's like, it's like man, we got a flute player <laughs> fucking around with a trumpet player. Oh no. Yeah. Yo, this ain't right. This ain't right. Change your goddamn instrument and get the fuck out of my class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like if you're a section leader, like, because I was a section leader, I was, I'd be like, bro, you can't be messing around with a flute player. You got to hook up with another brass player. That's just how it works. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Jeez. <laughs> can't, yeah. can't be hooking up with a saxophone player and you play flute. Like, come on now. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is, I guess, mm -hmm. in the music room. Yeah, the music would be wild. Don't do. Hey, we're we're nothing compared to choir kids though. Choir and theater kids, dude, they're weird. Like band oh, kids are I weird, bet. but those kids <laughs> weird. <laughs> like yeah, they're a whole other level, dude. Damn, they're like role playing. Yeah. Not even role playing in real life. They're like I don't know. They're, they're just something else, man. Their, their whole life is literally GTA Five RP. That's all it is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're yeah. the ones that will like come up to you in T pose, and you're just like, bro, I'm just, I'm trying to eat my lunch. Yeah, you know, they had chicken nuggets today. I'm just trying to eat my lunch. I'm just trying to munch, you know, on my lunch. Yeah, that's how it is. But yeah, yeah. But I don't we know. can, uh, we can, we can change the topic. Switch it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah, we can probably switch it up now. Yeah. Um, Got a good I mean, hey, yo, coverage I, of it. I picked up, uh, I picked up Delta or not Delta Rune. I picked up Undertale. I'm finishing up Hollow Knight, mm -hmm. but even though I say finishing up, it's still gonna take me like a few months because 
no yeah. hit challenges or something else, man. Oh, I bet. Just normal bosses. Just some of the normal bosses that you fight, like, on, like, your first playthroughs. And you're like, bro. <laughs> How the fuck yeah, am I like supposed I to fought, beat this boss? Like, right? Like, I fought um, I fought like the uh, the false knight, you know, like the very first boss you fight. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, wow, this guy's easy. And then you fight the dream version of him, and I'm like, not... bro, what the fuck? He was supposed to be easy. <laughs> I have not fought the dream version of him. Oh yeah, well yeah, cause you still need to, you gotta still finish it. I forgot where you, you if you're still on Lost Kin, you're like almost there, but. You still got some ways to go. <laughs> yeah, we still got a ways to go out here. It's all right. It's a you know stretch. what I have found? What? It's, um, indie games have the best soundtracks. Honestly. Like, Hollow Knight, smacking soundtrack, especially for your bosses. The Mantis Lords, uh, Hornet, all of them, yeah. Bro, like best music. Oh my Undertale, god, yeah. I, I don't even gotta talk about it. Like best Hornet, soundtrack in general. Hornet, Hornets was the first one that kind of like for sure opened up me to actually start going into Spotify and listening to the other soundtracks. The False Night yeah. one was kind of okay. I didn't mind it. I was like, oh, it's all right. I was jamming yeah. a Hornets boss fight while kicking her ass. I was like, yo, this is a yeah. bot, bro. Well, I feel like like you need music that, especially in games like that, like if you're gonna fight someone. So that's why I really appreciate like soundtracks for Hollow Knight, Cuphead, um, Undertale, and uh, I forgot the other one. But when it has music that like gets you in the zone for like a boss fight, like it, I honestly feel like it helps me. I don't know if you feel the same. Yeah. But, like yeah. if it has a kick in soundtrack for the boss fight, you're like, oh yeah, like you're in the mood, you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you get hyped up from that shit. And you're like, yo, we in a boss. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Plus, like, I don't know what it is about fighting Hornet, but like every time she's just like, shut I'm like, oh shit. Let's go. <laughs> it's getting real. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, dude. I, there was like the first time I fought the Radiance. I know you still gotta fight him. Yeah. But the first time I fought him and like Hornet like stabs him and he, she's like, "Get good." I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it's about to go down. It's about to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this God tier games. Like I've been finding nothing but God tier games recently. I know on on That's my good. streams I've been playing like some Subnautica. Yeah, um, the, it's because I mean like. Well, I don't know if it is for Xbox, but PS4 got, like, a, a latest, like, top 10 games or whatever that they just gave away. And it's, like, Subnautica, um, some, like, old Ratchet and Clank games. Um, I think, not Undertale, but Hollow Knight is free again. So, yeah. a lot of the OGs are coming back. and a lot. Of, I've been seeing a lot more people than playing Hollow Knight a lot more. And, um, Undertale, which is cool. Yeah, well, especially because I think Undertale just had, I think it did just release on, on PlayStation because I know it just released on Xbox because the, like, for the trailer, it literally said, like, the developer put a message, it's like, people have been bugging me for five years, so here you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it has been five years since it came out, and now that it's free, I feel like, yeah, it's going to make a little miniature comeback, you know? Yeah, but, um, obviously with Hollow Knight, it's because of the like, new game. People have to play right. the old one to play the new one, and they're like, dude, how the fuck have I been missing this for a couple of years? You're like, dude, this game's been out for like five years, and you haven't touched it. Like, it's a great game. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I feel bad, because Undertale kind of came out around the same time as uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, and I feel like that's the only reason it never really, like, hit probably, mainstream. Because just because of Five Nights at Freddy's probably blew up, and more people were looking up to that and they didn't know like another game came out and how like almost on par it was even better right yeah right and then like just everything after that like even if it had another big release like you'd see it pop up for a little bit but it never hit mainstream mm -hmm. and then once you see it starting to do good boom another game would come out and then yeah. it just gets cast back into the shadows yeah um and I feel bad because, yeah, having now played Undertale, like, I, I remember always hearing about it, and I'd see YouTubers playing it, but I just, I never bothered to watch it. So, like, I knew it existed, I just never played it, and now mm -hmm. having played it, I'm like, God, this was a, 
This was a great game. So for anyone who's listening, I definitely highly recommend it. It's yeah. a great game, great soundtrack, Check great story, out. everything about it. Even just the, yeah, even just the soundtrack itself for those games were really cool. Yeah, dude. I promise you in your playthroughs, once you get to like some of the final bosses and that music hits, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna feel determined. <laughs> oh, yeah. My uh my friend when he streamed it, um he's been he's been getting big a lot more on Twitch, which is pretty cool. Um He's when he streamed it, like it's he's going into like almost every boss fight, obviously blind, right? So, like when the music would start going, you just hear him go, "Yeah, yo, let's go!" Oh my god! Like you just be like, yeah. "Oh shit, dude, this is a bop!" Like, dude, I gotta play yeah. this again. Like yeah. I, I like Spider Dance, like dun 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 dun, yep. dun, dun. like that song Megalovania. Yes. Even though it's a meme now, Megalovania always hit different. Yep. Um. And then a few other songs, like, you'll know them once you play through. But, yeah, dude, that just his that. And the, the crazy thing is that game started just because a guy like, um, what is it called? It has Ness and Lucas in it. It's not Starfall, is it? Um, it has Ness and Lucas God. in it from, yeah. no, I don't remember. It's a game. Uh, yeah, I, for, I forget the name, and I feel so bad because I used to like is the game, Is it the too. same Ness who's in has... Smash or no? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know the game. Yeah, no. But it's he just it, like he stated it in an interview. He's just like, yeah, I just really like their game, and it kind of inspired me to make a game. And he also did the soundtrack by himself, and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> this man talented. He is. <laughs> and obviously, he's still working yeah. on like Delta Rune and shit to have like more episodes. So I imagine people from like the Undertale stuff after, you know, they get their like probably like 100 hour pluses of like all different endings and all that even games like oh, yeah. games with like different endings and like how you undertale obviously did an amazing job with how you have to set up the different endings that stuff's really cool and i, I feel like that's been making more of a comeback as well in recent games the scary the scary like part that. is how much it remembers too like yeah. I heard if you do like a genocide run and then do a pacifist run, the the ending's totally different because you did genocide first instead of pacifist. Oh wow! And I'm like, yo, what? Yeah. And it remembers like if you try to go back and change it, like it's like you've been here before or something like that. It's just yeah, it like remembers everything. It's crazy. Yeah, that game was a game. Just it's some of the um, and it seemed very simple though for like controls, but like. It seemed to obviously know the player a lot with multiple playthroughs, obviously. So if you did one thing wrong or you already did something and game's like, you don't got to come back. You already did it. And you're like, the fuck? Like, this shit's tracking me yeah. too? It's yeah, like, or it's <laughs> like, I can't believe you killed this person, but this time you didn't want to. Why the sudden change of heart? It's like, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool, though, how yeah, they it's... did that with that game. It's for sure. Yeah big and well and i know i know other guy. games like sonic exe tried to do the same thing yeah where it's like it, it read your name or your ip address or something to you and you're just like whoa yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool but yeah definitely indie games are just you know and i never used to be a big indie game fan dude but that's like with like just games like that opened yeah. up my eyes you know so there's another indie game that came out uh through a company called Hopo Games with Risk of Rain, the first one originally, which not a lot of people played. Then they made a almost an overhaul with this second game that came out last year, like almost like the middle of last year, so probably like summertime, right? Um, yeah. And it's just spiked ever since. They they finally like have a like official announcement. It's out of like the whole early access state of it. And that's another game yeah. with, like, amazing soundtracks. Like, the roguelike, it, it actually feels like a really good roguelike. Um, it, you do get to the point, to, though, in that game where you can literally make your character, like, overpowered. And that's kind of, like, the feeling that a right. lot of people go for in that game. And that game is just also pretty incredible. They just spiked yeah. recently with the new update that came out. They did an anniversary update. Where the creators essentially are giving back to the community who's like supported the game for almost a year now. Yeah. And they're giving them like a new character, new zones, new bosses, new like items to like 
play around with and that's just party the free heads. update so that's pretty cool yeah dude the party heads they're coming back well, dude. you know yeah, but you know what I'm, I'm happy from because after playing like hollow knight undertale cuphead you see that they're all indie games so they don't really get as much attention but you see the amount of work put into them yeah and it's just like holy crap like how cuphead was all hand-drawn animation oh my god yeah that's, live studio that's what I'm saying. soundtrack yeah, like that stuff's really cool even if the games like makes you want to break your controller or smash your head into a wall oh, it's, yeah it's a good game oh, yeah definitely i like right. the challenge well, of cuphead though it's it's a cool game I, i've loved that soundtrack even if i played it very mi like minimal it was still very fun to play it Right. Well, and if you if you want to break your control and you want to rage quit, that just tells you, it shows you how much you actually want to play the game because yeah. you're still playing it. You know, you're like fuck, man, I gotta um, get another controller so I could beat stage two of you know this guy. <laughs> right. Well, it honestly kind of takes me back to to NES games because those games were always hard as hell. <laughs> yep. I mm -hmm. like they released. I don't know if you know the game, but they remastered a game called Ghost and Goblins. I yeah I re I saw the remaster for that. I never played the original, but I've seen people play it. Oh god, the original was such oh it was dude, that game was hell. <laughs> yeah, I bet. a lot of those games were hell on the Nintendo, but that game was that game was something else. Yeah. It looked really yeah, cool I really though, hope... for the remake, so yeah, cool. it, it I mean it looks good, you know. But like I was saying, like yeah, I just I hope you know the the indie community just gets a little more attention cuz honestly, they deserve if it. You put they me, really do. Well, yeah, but it, that and like I don't know, I played Red Dead Redemption 2. A great game, you know. It yeah. it was worth it was well worth the wait. They did a good job. Yeah. But in all honesty, if you put me in a game like that and you put it against Hollow Knight or Undertale or any of these games we're talking about, I'd honestly choose the indie game because I felt like a lot more hard work was put into it. You mm -hmm. know, a lot more yeah. thought. Every little thing you yeah. do changes everything. Yeah, dude, honestly. That's so true. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. Like, I'm not bashing Rockstar or anything. Of course, they got godly games. They mm -hmm. got GTA 5 that's still holding on after, I don't know, like what, nine years, 10 yeah. years? I don't know. Something like that. Um, and they're a great company and all, but I'm always gonna I'm always gonna give my you know my praises to the people who definitely work harder for it, you know. Yeah, and if it's like, and it's like the indie games, right? So it's like these like smaller game companies. So even even Among Us is essentially an indie game because it came out in 2016, I want to say, or 2018, and ever since yeah. it came out, nobody played it besides probably 80 people. And then the creators yeah. kind of dropped it. And then all of a sudden, like, end of 2020, everyone's like, yo, fucking let's play Among Us. Let's stream it. Let's get 10 random ass people and just let's all yell at each other because, like, we were sus, you know? Yeah. So, and I mean, that game <laughs> well, was funny. made by three people. So it's it's nuts. And obviously now I imagine right. they're they're growing in their size for the game. So that's that's awesome. Well, and you know what? I re it's funny you say that because I remember when it, it did come out, my friend uh, Jareth, we were in PE class and we were just walking around and then um, he was like, yo, when we get to our next class, uh, or maybe it was in PE class, I don't remember, but either way, he's like, yo, download this game, it's called Among Us, and he basically told me what it is and I remember playing it when it first came out and I was like, oh, well, this is, you know, it's cool. It's the same thing, like, why isn't this getting more attention though it's it's fun we know the people would like it but <laughs> and then yeah, yeah all, of a sudden all, the, just all the hype was about a call of duty or something i don't know i mean it's still spiked though even after that like it's it's it was one of the biggest things at the time after like these two games but i think it was like it's the sad thing or whatever we're like almost where it brought back to like another game releasing before undertale like so two games essentially released last year with fall guys and among us they released essentially right. within like a couple of weeks or a month of each other so everybody playing the game that first came out they're all having a lot of fun both of those games did do really well and then they just dropped so it was like fall guys first everyone's playing fall guys having a day or two with your friends just fucking around trying to get a crown and then the next day, like, a new game came out. Everyone's like, yo, it's like five bucks. Like, what the fuck? And all of a right. sudden, like, you're all trying to play with, like, everyone. And 
it's really cool so essentially that game kind of just after just spiked and fall guys for sure dropped i mean there are yeah. still people playing it but i can't imagine you're gonna i don't know oh, it's dead man. it's dead it's, it's dead yeah, it's a dead it needs game to be revived and it's a yeah, it's a great game. It's just I, I it's just the timing, really. It really, yeah, it really um, is the timing. Because I mean, look at Minecraft. That mm -hmm. thing ruled supreme for so many years, and Fortnite came along and just. Yeah. And you know what? I, I can't bash Fortnite all that much because it it used to be a really good game. I'll give it that. It used to be yeah. In the first it used few to be, seasons. Yeah, season one, season two were like probably prime. After they added yeah. like mobile and like cross play and now like these other stuff with like um uh, just making the game not even fun man like yeah. fortnite like, is I, now I, a dead game a hundred percent like i'll call i'll call that out i'll say it's a dead game because it needs to be a dead game yeah well and i i dude i downloaded it and played it just to see what it's like you know yeah and it's here's the so thing. different i I have well yeah it is totally different I still gotta win but like when I'm playing I was playing from season one to I think season eight was when I stopped because yeah. it just it had changed too much I think my favorite season was like three and four uh -huh. but it had changed so much to the point where like if I got in a firefight this dude's building a whole ass castle right in front of me I know and I'm just sitting there like bro I mean and I still get the kill because He's like stressing out, and I'm just kind of chilling, like, all right, whatever, you know. Yeah. But it, yeah, it just it changed so much, and now you got to do all these things to get all these weapons, and you can build and upgrade weapons. And I'm like, dude, if if they had a classic mode, and you can choose your map and choose what season, I would oh, definitely play it again. Oh my god, yeah, I'd go back to literally like season one among, or I was thinking among a season one of Fortnite right yeah if they did that i would i would definitely hop right back on the bandwagon and play and just pick up right where i left off yeah but they have so many collabs now too and it's just like dude you guys are like i don't want to say you're selling out because you are buying all these other companies over but they like, were for a while i imagine they probably yeah. still are but it's still like dude the game's dead let it yeah. die <laughs> people yeah just, it just was fun it, it was fun at its time and at its prime but just let it die man yeah it needs to, it needs to go away yeah <laughs> honestly yeah so like yeah i played a few matches and i was just like yeah this is uh this is still very cancerous this <laughs> yeah this needs We're to just here. get out yeah <laughs> yep. yeah so if i ever hear an update that they added like a classic mode then let's go but otherwise yeah yeah. All I have to say is, uh, rest in peace, Tilted Towers. Yeah, I know. Holy shit. Place was... Been... I don't know. It was... Been through hell, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, those indie games, they need more more attention. So they shout do. out to Team Cherry. Team Cherry. <laughs> Creators of Hollow Knight. Hey, yeah. Creators of a new to, game, uh, Toby Fox, creator of Undertale and Delta Rune. Um, Delta Rune. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who made Cuphead. I don't remember. I think it's like C E R O Studios or something like that. M D O R yeah. or something like that. But yeah, shout yeah. out to all those guys because they make some pretty kick-ass games. They really do. Um, I hate how like these newer ones are like. So like, there's an older game like the Halo series that's like. Right. getting this new halo game but now there's like predicaments of it being like open world I'm like bro that's not fuck. a halo that's game not a, it's not it, it i don't know anymore i think they should have stopped you know after three honestly after halo three they should have ended it because those games yeah. are still good like the originals i still recently picked up two which i still need to play but like those games you would play growing up. I mean, I I I surely did play them a lot when I grew up with my brothers. I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, Halo, Halo Night with the boys. That shit was fun. Yeah, dude. Now you Halo look at it and you're like, or... why is it in Fortnite or why is it fucking you know on other games? It's so right. stupid. You should be playing Fortnite. Like, no, it's like when I was when I was probably from the ages of I want to say maybe ten to fifteen. We'll say yeah. Everything you played was 
Halo, and it was all on the 360. I grew up yeah, on 360. Yeah, I played on PlayStation too, but yep. like it was all mainly 360. Mm-hmm. And you grew up playing like Assassin's Creed, Halo, the old Call of Duties, because yep. anything after Black Ops 2, I think, is just trash. Yeah. Like, Cold War is cool, but I, it's, it doesn't have that old feel, and that's what I'm looking for, you know? Yeah, it doesn't have, um, like, I, I think if like they're trying to go back to the roots. Like, go back to, like, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2, man, honestly. Yeah. Get anywhere in between those or as close as possible, and I feel like you could actually make a good game. It's also with, like, every game nowadays also has, like, the whole battle pass stuff, and you just look at it, and you're like, dude, this could be a good game without it, man. Like, you you would actually enjoy getting on it, and you're like, there's a battle pass for this fucking week or a new season, like, yay. Everything's locked behind a goddamn tier right and you gotta pay yep. it's a small payment but you still gotta pay and then you gotta it's grind like, oh, and it feels even like you're, yeah. it's still it still feels like you're paying i feel like when you're grinding because you're like dude uh. <laughs> yeah paying a lot more than with just time <laughs> yes because like i don't know like I'm, I'm just not trying to be picky but yeah it's just and i don't know if it's, it's i'm just trying to be nostalgic or whatever but i feel like just in general black ops 1 black ops 2 all the modern warfares assassin's creed halo that was all That's that was all its prime, prime right there yeah. you know and now they try to make these big evolutionary changes like i i that's cool like they want to make halo an open world that's cool but that's not halo yeah, that's not just, what you guys made it out to be. That's what I'm be. saying. Yeah, just don't like it. Also, doesn't help that a lot of people who originally worked on Halo, like the originals, like they don't work with the companies anymore. So it's like a lot of people feel like fallen or like forgotten. I feel like, dude, this certain these people aren't gonna be there to like kind of like make sure the game's gonna be checked and very well, like thought through. But they'll probably just fucking copy right. and paste some shit and just send it with this next one. Who knows? right and i feel like if you're gonna make a change like that do what with uh the dead by daylight team does put it in a a player build testing you know see how the people react to it don't just put it in the game and pray for the best yeah um for sure test it out you know have your people have your actual community play it and see what they think about it And... and if they don't like it then oh well back to the drawing board you know yeah but i feel like with people like how you said there it's no longer the originals working on it it's other people i feel like they're more about the money and just banging it out that they don't really take the time to kind of research what made halo halo you know right and that's with what games made... that's with games though like with these companies now like it's a, it's almost the money grab right so it's not like you you grew up buying a 60 dollar game and you get literally 60 dollars worth of it with like Black Ops 1, 2, and the Halos and all the Assassin's Creed, you would get so much like with just that, like $60 itself. Nowadays, like, it's like, do you want to buy like the normal game or like a, the same game, but like with like every fucking thing with it, like to, I don't know, like all the extra maps that are DLC locked or all the guns right. and like extra zombie shit or whatever, like. Right. Yeah. Well, I honestly like how they, they worked that in Black Ops 1 and 2, where it's like, hey, if you want this, it's a DLC. I don't like the fact that it was like a pack. I wish you could buy it. Like, oh, I just want the map, not all the camos that come with it. Yeah. Cool, buy the map. Honestly, I feel that. But I did like how with their camos, they did make that individual. You know, they're like, oh, well, if you just want this camo, then you can buy just yeah, this camo. For sure. Um, But yeah, I mean, we're obviously not game developers, but I feel like as part of the community especially growing up with the older ones i feel like they can definitely take a they can take a little break off from the money grab spend some time researching what made that game so good what the people loved about it and yeah. just put it back into its place you know mm-hmm. um especially with all this new technology if they were to remaster black ops 1 make it exactly the same i'm sure it would blow up i'm sure it would or like World at, I feel like World at War. If they remastered that game, dude, so many people would probably come back just it's, to play it. It's just I feel like it would do as well or almost as better with like any of the Black Ops remastered as well as when COD 4 got remastered. 
like COD 4 right. and Infinite Warfare came out relatively same time because they for here or whatever they reset it re, they released it in like a package so you would pay 60 or 70 to get both games um but I feel like majority of the people would go straight to COD 4 remastered instead of like Infinite Warfare and you know yeah. like be like dude OG COD like but even with that I'm not sure I think they did have a battle pass with COD 4 remastered I'm not too sure they might have not but still I mean yeah obviously if they did that with any of the Black Ops or World at War it'd probably still spike Oh yeah, definitely. Cause people are just people are are creatures of habit, you know. And if they like what's already provided for them, provide it for them, but just a little different. Provide it for them, updated, and it'll still blow up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. They, they they try to just do all these big changes that changes the game so much it doesn't even feel the same. Yeah. So, so it is. That's how companies it, are. They're they it's it's the money grab or the a lot of stuff locked behind like 30 bucks or 20 bucks which i mean that's how they make money though is people see that and they're like whoa this is only like 10 20 dollars i'll pay for it and then like it might not even seem like you've got that much money worth of content to play or like dude i played this whole thing and i paid 30 dollars for it or whatever you know like this is a waste of time or like, right. why did they add this and, like, not just make it free or some shit? I finished the game in two hours that I paid 70 bucks for it. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's an exaggeration for mm -hmm. sure. But, like, again, it's it's the same thing with... I, I, I hate to keep drawing it back to Hollow Knight, but, like, for what you pay for that game, I feel like you get a really good bang for your buck. You yeah. Know? Yep. Especially if you get the, the God Dude, Master even, even or whatever with, that like, Hall of God is. Even with, like... Under, uh, Undertale or um, fucking Cuphead like those are pretty cheap games they're like at max like $20 and you get you right. you get that obviously the bang for that buck for those games like you get the exact you get even more almost it feels like like you're paying for a $60 game and you can beat that in like less than a day and you get a $20 indie game and takes you three months to beat it, it but you, you months, but yeah. yeah you like you beat it in separate ways or you find out different like endings and stuff you're like dude this just it's making you want to get that replayability factor not a lot of games have right. the whole replayability and if they do it right it's good to keep like the player invested in like new stuff but a lot of these games i feel like as well though is they'll they'll add replayability into their games but you'll do it once or twice and you'll get everything you'll be like what's the point anymore like all right i'm gonna drop the game go to a new game right no dude like undertale was the first game ever that i was able to play and then literally turn around the next day and replay the whole thing yep it was just that good, you know? Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I didn't finish the game in a day. It took me, I think, uh, like a few... or No, not a few, but like a week or so. Yeah. Um, but there And there's still so much content that I haven't found, and I'm already about to finish my second run-through of it. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I got it for free because I'm part of the Game Pass. But even... I saw it on the store. It's like 15 bucks. Yeah. I'd say that's a pretty worthy investment. Because, yeah, you got all the different endings, and if you're like me... Like, the only reason I haven't gotten rid of Hollow Knight yet is because I heard you can 112% that game. So that's wow. what I'm shooting for, you know? Nice. Um, I'd still go yeah, back like, and I plan on keeping that game anyway after I beat up that. Oh, yeah. You'll feel achieved, obviously, if, like, you 100% or now, like, 112% of the game. So you're like, damn, I fully beat the game. Yeah. So you get that full, like, factor of, like, yeah, I got to actually sit down and enjoy an actual game and not, like, feel, like, annoyed or rushed or, like, very, like... Or scammed. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, or scammed of my money that I paid for it. <laughs> yeah, well, because, like, I remember Cold War, I finished the story in, like, a day. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I paid 60 bucks for this, like... <laughs> yeah... And it wasn't even like a full 24 hours. No, it was like six hours. I probably, I feel like I probably just won't buy the next COD game, honestly. I feel like yeah. I can, I can have more fun with all these like other games that are coming out that are obviously like 
it's like a quarter of these COD games, man. And obviously COD nowadays is like either Warzone or Cold War. And then people yeah. people still won't leave Modern Warfare, and yet the game came out two years or a year before Cold War. And now it's been two right. or three years that Modern Warfare has been out. People are only playing that now. So a lot of people are just now going back to older COD. So who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I think I think that I'm, I'm going to just start looking more at indie games in particular. Same. Just because I've gotten nothing but good from it. I haven't really experienced bad things from indie games aside from, you know, you got your bugs and glitches, but can you really blame them? It's a, it's a small company. You yeah. Know? If even that. That. you got five people working on the game there's gonna be bugs there's gonna be glitches exactly um and you know what i'd rather play those games than again not hating on rockstar but i'd rather play that rather than sit in a gta online loading screen for like 20 minutes yep when the game's been out for 12 years and you still don't know how to fix it you know yeah. i read that they had a, a modder come in who finally fixed it and made it like 70 percent faster and they paid him 10 grand wow and i'm like bro you couldn't get your team of a thousand people i don't know more these, to fix these big companies right it's crazy and then you see like these smaller companies with like with the like best-selling indie games like you're like dude how the yeah. fuck do they not what's going on <laughs> And the only thing that I and I, I you know what and it, it's the same thing with people and I and I, I can only hope it follows these these developers, where if a person comes or grows out of like poverty and comes from very rough times, they never forget that because it's taught them something. So I hope these groups like Team Cherry and Toby Fox and MDRD Studios, I believe is the name, MDMD or something. Yep. I hope if they make it big. And they grow into a big company. Nothing will ever be as big as, you know, Rockstar Games. But if they grew to something of that magnitude, they still put just as much time and effort into that game than oh, Rockstar yeah. being like, okay, here you go, my my slaves, make a game for me. Well, you it's know? like, I would still love to see those people who made those games, right? So, like, maybe, like, another person has, like, the same desire as, like, Toby Fox when he was like, you know, I was just inspired off of, like, another game. Maybe, like, right. if, like, even, like, you see these great people, like, who've made these games, just have them go over and, like, either, like, give advice or, like, even, like, if they wanted to help out a little bit with, like, narrative or something with just how the game is, um, right. that would be totally cool, too, because the people would be getting almost, like, advice from these literally legends who made, like, who just thought randomly, like, oh, you know, this game's cool, I think I could try it, and then they just somehow pop out a fucking massive overhaul of a game and now everybody's like right. playing it talking about it streaming it and yeah that's Earthbound. that stuff that was cool. the name of the game oh, Earthbound yeah. was the game he was inspired by okay cool but yeah that's yeah you know i just yeah i've gotten nothing but good from indie games so i think i'm i'm just gonna just kind of stick to that for a while and like <laughs> when a mainstream game pops up i'm just gonna kind of let it do its thing let it chill out and then just kind of look at it later on and be like oh okay yeah I mean, that's cool but <laughs> honestly yeah. yeah no definitely dude these uh these little indie companies they're doing <laughs> for little little companies they're making big moves you know yeah um, they, they're doing really well so props to those dudes yeah definitely we'll get them here on the podcast someday <laughs> <laughs> toby fox where are you at <laughs> shit man i would fuck i'd reach out to him and see if we can interview him i'd be like bro i absolutely loved your story is the first story that ever actually brought me to tears what's your secret yeah i mean <laughs> i've heard that game itself like when people played through undertale um it, it would either yeah bring him to tears make him cry make him like it would it would for sure they did a he did a really good job with i guess like from what i hear like almost like you said, given the characters like almost like real life personas. So yeah, that's pretty well, cause cool. Because like what like what I was telling you, and I'll uh, you know I'll tell it to our audience because I definitely want you guys. I'm not telling you to spend your money, but I kind of am. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Undertale, play it. It is Buy definitely it. worth it. Yeah. Buy it now. Oh, <laughs> uh, get us get us to the point where we can have an interview with Toby, Mister Toby. But um. <laughs> yeah. No, in all reality, I was telling Blub off of off of the the podcast here. It was like I said, it was the first game that brought me to tears. But 
I think the reason it brought me to tears, if you're going to play it, like I was telling him, do a pacifist run. It's the best way to go. It gets you the whole story and everything. Yeah. Um, But it probably brought me to tears because I felt so, it felt so real. I felt so connected with the main characters. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him it's probably because I saw some of my friends or some of my family within those characters. So when you kind of finish it or you leave it or, you know, you do something, you can't help but feel like you're doing it to family or friends, you know? So I have a friend who played it when she was in a very bad spot, like severely depressed. And she was so attached to those characters. Like she never wanted to leave their side. I was like, Damn. You know, it, it's things like that. It's a it's a very powerful kind of game, you know, because it's it's beyond That's your crazy. And this is just for Undertale. Yeah, it's um, That's it's fucking... beyond your average um, run and gun or slasher. You know, honestly, yeah, it's nuts to see how like well this guy did. It was literally developed by one guy. Like, yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> and it's so serious, but it has such a stupid, funny moments. Like, yep. I don't. I'm not trying to spoil anything, so I won't say anything. But it, it's it's just a great game. I definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. I think that's a good way to end it then. Yeah, it's a good happy ending for the for, for the podcast. for the podcast. <laughs> it's been a good happy ending. We got to. Uh, uh, we'll say go back a little bit, you know, backtrack and kind of just talk about. Cause I don't know if we really did. Uh, kind of talk about like growing up and then like the older games and how like everyone, um, you know, kind of felt growing up playing those games. You know, it just kind of felt like pretty good life. Yeah, it was it was the good old days before life hit different. <laughs> yeah, before before life happened, you know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> it was, it's going it back was to its roots. <laughs> yeah, sure. going back, going back to the roots. That's what we can name this episode. Going back to the that roots. Going back. That, there you go, folks. <laughs> there you, you go, folks. First. Going back going to the roots. Going back to the roots. Heck yeah. Back to the roots. I like that. Heck yeah. Well, that's a good, that's a good way to end it then. We'll, we'll end it on that. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to episode 12 of the podcast. I yeah. didn't get this one wrong. I know. Um, <laughs> Good job. Good thank job. You. Thank, thank you. Heck yeah. Thanks for yeah. thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for fucking dealing with us. Because, yeah. So. Fuck you. Fuck Have yeah. a good Friday, guys. Have a good Friday. Take it easy. Peace. Peace.